billion dollars. Live from Waterford and Ungarvan, this is Waterford at One. Good afternoon, I'm Liz Reddy. Today's top stories, Waterford Fine Gael TD John DC's demanded the local Fine Gael organisation be stood down as he back against a motion of no confidence in him. A Waterford councillor says the local authority may run into financial difficulties if the government doesn't make a firm commitment on funding for the North Keys. There's been an increase in the number of controlled drug offences and public order offences in Waterford and in sport Izzy Akineda has left Waterford FC by mutual agreement and returned to Nigeria. Woodford Fine Gael TD John DC's demanded the local Fine Gael organisation be stood down as he had back against a motion of no confidence in him. He told the Irish Examiner that party bosses have long been aware of problems within the Waterford Fine Gael membership and have done nothing about it. John DC said a junior minister highlighted the issues in Waterford to the party's national executive, saying that the Waterford organisation should be stood down immediately and reassessed, including a review of the general election selection process. Local Secretary John Fitzpatrick said a motion was unanimously passed at a Fine Gael constituency meeting in Dungarvan last night where the members stated they have no confidence in Deputy DC as a Fine Gael TD or as a prospective candidate for the party should he choose to run. Dungarvan Fine Gael Councillor Damien Gagan told Damien Turnan on Daisha today why he supported the motion. John DC just isn't doing his job as uh, constituency TD for Waterford and he hasn't been performing for quite some time. He hasn't been visible and he hasn't been active on the issues that are important to the people of Waterford. It has been a uh, talking point now for quite some time amongst the electorate. People just feel that John is not performing and doing his job. He says there's a complete breakdown in communications between John DC and the local party members in Waterford. You know, the party hasn't finalised the ticket. We have no idea whatsoever what John DC's intentions are in relation to the next election. We have no idea what the, what the thinking is in headquarters regarding the uh, tickets here in Water for the next election. That's not good enough. A Fine Gael spokesperson said after receiving a mandate from the Waterford electorate at the 2016 general election, Fine Gael Deputy John DC was appointed special envoy to the US by Taoiseach Leo Vratker and has since been doing important work on a special visa scheme for Irish citizens. The spokesperson said that Fine Gael's General Secretary Tom Curran will soon be consulting with members and elected representatives in Waterford on finalising the party's general election ticket for the constituency. Senator Porty Coffey was previously selected at convention. Councillors John Cummins, Damien Gagan and Liam Brazel are all interested in running in the next general election. A Waterford councillor says the local authority may run into financial difficulties if the government doesn't make a firm commitment on funding for the North Quays project. The Minister for Housing, Planning and Local Government says they will soon be taking applications for the next round of funding for Project 2040. Owen Murphy says Waterford is well ahead of the rest in terms of securing funding. Fianna Fáil's Eddie Mulligan says the infrastructure is needed and the promises in the National Planning Framework Ireland 2040 must be delivered on. Here in Warford, we've only seen £6 million invested and um, confirmed for the North Keys last November. We're trying to drive on €13 million Euro worth of works here within the council. We've a lot of money to make up by the end of December. £105 million is what we're looking for. We were looking as a part of the application for £20 million each year for the next five years. I am not confident that's going to be delivered. We are under pressure that we might run into financial difficulties in driving on the project with momentum by September, October.
Eddie Mulligan says the new transport hub proposed in Waterford is badly needed. We have an investor online at the moment for approximately 300 million for the sake of 100 million state investment in relation to infrastructure. And I might add it's badly needed infrastructure. We, We got a briefing the other night in relation to the transport hub. And it is a European standard model in relation to complete transport integration for pedestrians, cyclists, buses, train lines and actually cars. With an area with the lowest use of public transport in Ireland, we need this investment. There's been an increase in the number of controlled drug offences and public order offences in Waterford. However, the number of reported sexual offences and burglaries has fallen. W. Loris Schneiderhearn reports. New CSO statistics show that in the year to the end of March, drug offences increased by more than a quarter in the Waterford Garda Division. There were 619 controlled drug offences during that time. The vast majority were in possession of drugs for personal use. 221 people were caught drink drugs in Waterford in the 12 months leading up to March, a rise of 10% on the previous year. There was also a 6% increase in public order offences, up to 992 incidents. The number of burglaries reported dropped by 37% in Waterford, from 553 incidents down to 346. 98 sexual offences were reported to Gardaí in Waterford, a fall of 8% on the previous year. The government's summer economic statement will spell out plans for a no-deal Brexit. Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue will give an insight into two possible budget plans he's preparing. Our political correspondent Sean Defoe reports. Double the work's going on in the Department of Finance's spending officials are putting together two budgets. One for if Brexit goes smoothly at the end of October and one for a crash-out worst-case scenario. We'll get a glimpse at both this afternoon through the summer economic statement. The commentary from opposition parties this morning has actually spelled out the balancing act that Pascal Donoghue has to do. On one hand, Brexit is king and needs to be prepared for, as Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty believes. What we also need to see is a, a real mechanism to deal with the, the fallout from Brexit uh, and we do not do not have the type of fund that is necessary to deal with this issue. On the other hand, this is the last budget before a general election and Fine Gael's image as prudent protectors of the public purse has been hit by the Children's Hospital and Broadband Plan overspends, as Labour's Brendan has said. They're obviously looking for other ways of trying to assure us uh, that they are good managers of the economy, but in truth, um, I think their economic management now is the economic management of Marie Antoinette. We know there'll likely be income tax cuts and carbon tax hikes, but the real question is what Pascal Donoghue will do with the €600 million Euro or so it's estimated he'll have to spend in October. Sean Defoe, Leinster House. Mainland Europe is bracing itself for a potentially dangerous heatwave which could see temperatures hit 40 degrees. Ireland won't see those dramatic highs but we're in for a few days of warm weather. Sean O'Regan reports. While the rest of the continent will be basking in sweltering heat, it's business as usual in Ireland both today and tomorrow, cloudy with some sun. When we wake up on Thursday, though, forecaster Liz Walsh says we're in for a treat. It's going to be increasingly warm and humid over the next few days, with temperatures steadily on the rise, peaking on Thursday and Friday. Met Aaron is predicting highest temperatures of 27 degrees on both Thursday and Friday. But despite the very warm and humid conditions, Liz Walsh says there's still a risk of thundery downpours. We could see, like, totals, um, you know, 20 to 40 millimetres um, in the space of six hours, which is quite a lot if you're stuck in it. Saturday is set to be another glorious day with temperatures reaching highs of 25 degrees before cooling down once again on Sunday. 
Meanwhile, officials across Europe are issuing guidelines for surviving the heat. It's Spain and France where it'll be most extreme at 40 degrees Celsius. French authorities are particularly cautious of a repeat of a heatwave in 2003 when nearly 15,000 people died over a two-week period. Temporary fountains have been put in place in Paris and public pools will stay open later as part of an extreme heat plan. So despite all that's good with decent sunny spells, if you're heading off on your travels, take the necessary precautions. If you're staying in Ireland, though, it's time to dust off the shades. WLR Sport. Thanks to Boland's Hyundai Waterford. Preview the award-winning 192 Hyundai range. See Bolands.com. Izzy Akaneda has left Waterford FC by mutual agreement and returned to Nigeria. The 25-year-old striker scored eight times in 49 appearances during his two years at the RSC. It leaves Waterford manager Alan Reynolds short of options up front with the loan spells of Aaron Drynan and Scott Twine recently coming to an end. He thanked Izzy Akaneda for the hard work and efforts over the past 18 months and said he'll be missed on and off the pitch. Waterford FC have accepted an invitation to participate in this year's season's Iron Brew Cup. The competition, formerly known as the Scottish Challenge Cup, is run by the Scottish Professional League. Apart from 30 clubs from the SPFL, the competition also includes teams from the Welsh Premier League, the English National League and two from the League of Ireland Premier League. Bohemians, who play Waterford FC this Friday at the RC, have also accepted an invitation to play in the season's competition. Derby have given Chelsea permission to speak to Frank Lampard about becoming their new manager. Chelsea's record goal scorer is the favourite to succeed Maurizio Sarri, who left for Italian champions Juventus earlier this month. Lampard guided Derby to the championship playoff final in his first season of management. Former Manchester United captain Gary Neville feels the club will struggle to make the transfer moves they need this summer. There are plans for a major squad overhaul after finishing sixth in the Premier League that last season. But so far, only Dan James has arrived from Swansea. Neville says it's a difficult market. Obviously for Manchester United, everyone knows that they want players and obviously the price tags will go up. They all want the same players. You know, they all want Harry Maguire. Every single club wants him. Everyone wants Christian Eriksen. So the players that you see that are being bandied about, there are four or five clubs in for them and the players aren't just going to go to the first club that comes up. In motorsport, Waterford's Craig Breen set to return to the World Rally Championship in August. Breen, who lost his place with Citroen at the end of last season, will be Hyundai's third driver for the Rally of Finland, with Paul Nagel as his co-driver. The 29-year-old has been inside the top five in his last three rallies in Finland. Waterford professional boxer Dylan Moran is gearing up for the biggest fight of his career to date. The Kilmac Thomas native makes his American debut this Friday night on a huge card in Brooklyn. Dylan will fight for the ABO American welterweight title. He says the support he's had has been unbelievable. Oh, it's very essential and it plays a big part to me, you know, that means a lot to me and like I said, it's comforting. I already need 40 or 50 tickets for people in America and I don't know any of these people. They've just got in contact They said, look, we're in America, supporting guys from home, so the support has been amazing as always. You know, it's always been there and it's why I'm in the position I'm in. So to each and every one of them that have called me and messaged me and wished me well, uh, a massive thank you, you know, it doesn't go unnoticed. Mm. Sports News on WLR brought to you by Bo-